It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? It's your host, the Royal Oliver Brandon Scott. The Washington Wizards split over the weekend. They beat the Indiana Pacers, but end up losing a close one to the Phoenix Suns. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank you guys for making it locked over. This is your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA. Use code all lowercase locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. So we're going to talk about the first game of the weekend first, where the Wizards beat the Pacers 137 123. Jordan Poole had a better game. Kyle Kuzma had a darn good game. Um, of course, Tyus Jones. With a triple double, messed around. I got a triple double. Um, what were your thoughts about that game, and um, what stood out to you about uh, Jordan Poole? Oh man, very very surprised, but very happy with this result, man. Because obviously the microscope was on Tyrese Halliburton going into the game with him, with the in season tournament and the way he's been playing, and the Pacers' success in the East so far, being fifth. Um, huge win for this team. Uh, looking at the stat line. I mean, starting with Tyus Jones, man, triple-double. I mean, what is it, 13 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. I mean, the assist numbers are right where I want him to be. You know, uh, coming into the season, man, we definitely both looked at him as a floor general, and the assist numbers are right where I want him to be. Um, so he did well. Triple-double, I mean, he had a two steals, two blocks. So this was a heck of a performance from uh, Tyus Jones, man. But look at the starting five. Uh, most of it was really good basketball. I mean, Jordan Poole. This, in my opinion, was his best game all season. 30 points, 8 assists. Um, shooting 12 for 18 from the field, so he was efficient. And shooting 3 for 4 from 3-point range. So, Jordan Poole, they were partying, man. It was a pool party in uh, Cat 1 that night, man, because he was rocking it, man. He had a really, really good game. Um, looking at Kuzma, 31 points, 11 for 23, so efficiency was hit a little bit. Uh, 23 shot attempts, but he was fluid. He's just usual scoring self. So I felt that Kuzma man really kept us in the game, kept the momentum rolling. And uh, so him and pool man were lightning. And uh, you had in Tyus Jones, really good performance with the triple double Gafford, you know, nine points, 10 rebounds, but three blocks. So he looked good in the, in the paint. Denny Avia. Now I'll say this man lately, Denny has been, you know, he started out the season really, really um, on fire as far as his uh, offensive game, man, but he's kind of cooled down a little bit. Um, Six points, six rebounds, four assists. So, you know, while his shot is not dropping, uh, he does find ways to contribute, but he has kind of cooled down as far as his offensive side of the ball. Um, looking at the bench, man, Bilal Koulibaly, 17 points in 30 minutes play, six for nine for the field, two for three from three, one block, two steals. Bilal continues to impress. 
and show why we definitely hit on this draft pick. And Corey Kisper, man, 23 points, shooting three for seven from three, but 19 or nine from 14 from the field overall. So very impressed with this team, man. Like I said, um, Denny struggled with a shot, two for nine, but he found other ways to contribute, six rebounds. Um, but I definitely want to see him kind of step it up offensively. But overall, this was a really, really good team victory, man. Uh, they Good uh, ball movement. Um, they, they kept the momentum going. They really wanted to win this game. And I don't know if they watched that video about Tyrese Halliburton and Denny and that draft pick, man, but they they responded, man, because they really, really played good team basketball, man. And like I said, coming to this game, man, you know, Indiana was playing really good basketball. And the Wizards, they played good ball, you know, good team basketball. So this is kind of the best-case scenario when it comes to this this current team when they play as a team. You know, they, there's a lot of talent on the team. And when they play as a team and they have fluid ball moves, man, they can win some games. It's just, you know, I'm not going to get into it as coaching, but, um, you know, to me, coaching was the only detriment, man. You know, there's a few questionable calls as far as coaching, man, but overall for the players, love what I saw. E. This was a really, really good uh, team victory, man, and it really kicked off the weekend right. So, mm. <laughs> yeah, I know you're at the game. I know you got a beanie. Yes, sir. For sure. The uh, district, the uh, D.C. Stones which is pretty cool so it was a good win against a good team and the Pacers are a good team they're a fast-paced team there was no defense played at all yeah 137 123 which is the perfect pace for Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma they both put up 30 points Tyus Jones has been playing well as of late with the triple double uh Bilal had a nice dunk had a nice finish at the rim yeah uh but just seeing you know Jordan Poole on ball which he's been on ball before because a lot of people are saying he's playing better since he's now on ball he was on ball. He still wasn't playing well in the in the first couple games in the season, but um, he was more efficient. He got to the basket. Uh, he was dishing and dealing. Had a couple of nice passes to Gafford. Um, he had a three that went off the backboard. So it was his night. Like you said, it was a pool party. So this was his best game by far. Uh, Kuzma woke up in the second half. Uh, Ty Jones and Corey Kispert. He came on as well. He yeah. got to the basket. He played really well. Um, they were rolling on all cylinders and. Um, let me look at the rebounds. I want to say that this is uh, one of the few few times that they actually uh, rebound the ball. Well, yeah, they actually won the rebound battle 47-41, which is not like the Wizards at all. We never win the rebounding battle, but they won the rebounding battle. Uh, shot 48% from the three. Excuse me, 13 for 27. They moved the ball, 36 assists as well. Uh, 26 fast break points as well. 68 points in the paint. I thought Gafford did a really good job of controlling the paint. He made it really tough for guys to come into the paint like Miles Turner. Um, yeah. I know Isaiah Jackson did end up having 20 points, but um, I thought Gafford did some good things. Three blocks, nine points, 10 boards out there with a plus 19. So uh, I thought all around a, a good effort uh, for the Washington Wizards. Like I talked about Corey Kisper and Bilal, man, 30 minutes, 17 points, yeah. uh, two for three from the field. So uh, great effort from the team. Um Best offensive output, just running the floor, pushing the pace, moving the ball. Tyus Jones is being that floor general out there as well. Um, so I mean that that was their that was their best all around game for sure for the Wizards against a good team, a good team in yeah. the Pacers. They just went to the in season tournament championship, lost to the Lakers, but uh, Tyrese Halliburton is a darn good player, and uh, I thought they did you know the best they could do against him. So uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is like I said, this highlights. When they, you know, as far as what their ceiling is, you know, they, they have talent on this team. It's just, you know, learning that, you know, ball movement is always key. Consistency is definitely key. Is that, you know, you see a performance like this and then you'll see a performance where it's a complete 180. So, you know, consistency is the name of the game. But no, I mean, you know, Jordan Poole definitely came out 
and played a really good game. You know, triple double by you know Ty is definitely definitely a good sign as far as his value. Um, and of course, you know uh, Kuzma, man, he's that score. You know, he, he you're gonna you could depend on him to drop twenty plus. You know, mm-hmm. he's that score. You know, the way he uses his frame to drive the lane, and you know, so he's gonna be that consistent source of points. But uh, looking at the bench, man, I mean, Bilal and, and Kisper, man, you know, we we have good games when we have good performances from those two when we get those, you know, quality minutes from them off the bench. So, um, again, you know, overall good team victory. Uh, looking at Denny, uh, his, you know, like I said, he seems to cool down a little bit. You know, he started out um, where his office game was kind of, you see where it kind of evolved a little bit. Now, you know, he, he's, you know, he's kind of slowed down. So I kind of want to see him step it up, man. But like I said, you know, he contributes in other ways, uh, rebounds, assists. So, I mean, I really have nothing to complain about tonight as far as this game, man. I mean, they, they showed out. They, they kept the foot on the pedal, and, you know, <laughs> I know me and you were texting back and forth. Uh, and you asked me, man, were they going to blow up this lead, man? I see. Oh, I see. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it just from – it's like you got PTSD for so many leads that we have blown. But, I mean, that fourth quarter, they kept the foot on the pedal, man, and they really, you know, the crowd got into it, man, you know, and that's another thing you have not seen in a while. You know, you, it was it was lightning, man. So it's good to get a good team victory against a team like the Pacers because, like I said – fifth in the east they're rolling right now so you know and we definitely i think we we held um tyrese halliburton to 19 points so we definitely mm-hmm. you know he, he's one of those players man where you're not exactly going to stop him but you know we we definitely took him out of the game you know he wasn't effective as he has been to let you know other games in the street that, with the pacers so you know we did a good job man i like what i saw from this team overall really good team victory yeah, that was the big thing that they 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 finished the game. We've seen yeah. so many times them be up by fifteen, which they were like tonight. It's the Suns, and they don't finish the game, but they took advantage and they they finished. They they smelt blood. They went for the kill, and they did that. You know, yeah. something that we usually don't see from the Wizards. So a good win against the Pacers on Friday. Um, but before we move on to the next game, today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in north america it is the easiest and most exciting way to play dfs it's just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of players other players including pros and sharks you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in with basketball season here you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues for example lebron james plus travis kelsey a ten and a half combo of three pointers made Plus receptions. I want to play alongside some of Price's favorite players like rapper Mac Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz. You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Price Picks community each week. Uh, tomorrow night, they do play against the Sacramento Kings. They haven't put the player props up for tomorrow night, but I've had to predict something. Um, I probably would go with uh, either Malik Monk, the over on his points. Or the uh, more on his points, or Keegan Murray, he just came off of a big game, and then uh, Kuzma, he usually plays well against the Kings, so I think Kuzma's gonna have a back, bounce back game against the Kings tomorrow night. So those are gonna be my picks for tomorrow night's game uh, on Price Picks. Make sure you guys check out Price Picks. Go to PricePicks.com/slash/locked on NBA. Use code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to one hundred 
Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right. Also, make sure you guys check out the national YouTube channel for Locked On. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On. Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, so let's move on to the Suns game. The Washington Wizards were winning for a majority of the game. Uh, they <laughs> end up losing 108 to 112 on the road in Phoenix. Of course, no Bradley Bill tonight. Uh, Bradley Bill is going to be out for a couple of weeks, so we did not get to have somewhat of a reunion game against Brad. Um, they ended up losing, uh, like I said, 112 to 108. Uh, what were your thoughts on the game and how they lost and the uh, Jordan Poole questionable shot towards the end of the game? Um, They reverted back to the same script. <laughs> you know, like I said before, man, not being consistent. You know, we looked really good against Indiana, and then we kind of reverted back to our script where, yeah, we started out hot, man. I mean, look at it. You know, the, after the one, we're up 29 to 21. Um, I scored by four points in the second quarter. But was that the tail of the tape? Lack of adjustments at halftime, which – is on West, you know, lack of adjustments. And like I said, same script all year long. You know, we he rolls with the same strategy and doesn't adjust at halftime. And Phoenix definitely adjusted. But um, and I think, you know, we did do well on the perimeter defense. We limited them to 22% from three. So I thought that we did well perimeter-wise. But then, they, you know, they, they also missed a lot of open looks, man. So, you know, combination of defense and them not executing. But uh, rebounds again out rebounded on 65 to 51 uh 13 offensive rebounds but we did get 10 uh turnovers they actually had more turnovers but we just didn't capitalize man um so again same script you know rebounding was an issue but gaff it, but that, that's the crazy thing though because they wasn't on gaff like gaff had a really really good game man i mean led all wizard scores with 26 points I mean, Gaffer was doing his thing, man. 17 rebounds. Usually when you hear 17 rebounds, usually the other team's center. You know, now for once, it's our guy, man. You know, Gafford, I don't know what they had in his Gatorade, man, but, I mean, he was rocking tonight. I mean, he had a good game, man. Um, 10 for 13 for the field. I believe he started out 7 for 7 for the field. Um, looking at everybody else, Tyus Jones, again, impressed. 22 points, 11 assists. You know, he definitely was shown out as a floor general. 9 for 15 from the field, 6 steals. Very active in the defensive end, very active in uh, passing lanes, one block. Uh, Jordan Poole reverted back, uh, 14 points, very underwhelming, 5 for 17 from the field, 2 for 9. And Lord E, let's talk about that shot. I, I, I don't know what was going through his head at the time, man, but he had no business shooting that shot. There was plenty of time to run a play or 
run the ball and he just I, I don't know man and like i said usually once per game you'll you'll have like one of those like one moment where jordan Poole has does somewhere he's like really like what, what are you doing you know so i don't i don't know what made him shoot that shot man but it's just it was the wrong shot choice i guess it's the most positive way to look at it um again denny underwhelming seven points six rebounds you know rebound numbers are solid but you know his scoring numbers have definitely taken a dip man and he's definitely cooled out so i definitely want to see him get back and get more active uh, again you know uh efficiency wise kyle kuzma you know 17 points but took 22 point uh shot attempts to get there man seven for 22 three for 13 from three so you know jordan Poole and kyle kuzma weren't very efficient shot a lot of shots man um i felt like they didn't utilize the shot clock shooting a lot of shots early in the shot clock not getting the you know lack of ball movement so like i said man over the weekend it's kind of jekyll and hot you know one game where um ball movement was fluid you saw they they were rolling you know they were hitting those shot attempts uh hitting open looks but with this game man it's just i feel like they were trying to do too much and not utilizing the shot clock so um and looking at the bench uh you know <laughs> not much to talk about very underwhelming you know kispert only six points shooting uh two for nine for the field uh Bilal, six points gallo six points Mescala four. So, like I said, Jekyll and Hyde, and that's really the mo to see uh, the season. Is that the lack of consistency, man? You know, one game they look really, really good. The next game they kind of revert back to bad habits. So, you know, you know, from a coach standpoint, he's got to make adjustments. He's got to make adjustments at halftime. You know, from a player standpoint, they got to be more consistent. You know, you, you you cannot revert back to the bad habits. Rebounding has to get better. And like I said, it wasn't on Gafford this time. I mean, he did what he could at 17 rebounds, so he definitely tried as best as he could, man. And this is a really good showing for him because he was very active around the rim. So I love what I saw from Gab, man. This is what I'm talking about, Gab. This is the guy that, you know, I believe earned that extension, this kind of Gab, man. Very active around the rim, defending and, you know, catching lobs, putbacks, rebounding. Love it. But, you know, just another fourth quarter collapse. And I thought, I thought like, you know, it was very preventable. But, again, lack of adjustments. And, and the Suns came out. They made those adjustments in the show. 100%. Uh, yeah, the Wizards, they had a, they had a lead for the most part on, on the Suns. Uh, just disappointed down the stretch. And, you know, I'm not going to blame the game on Jordan Poole, but just the shot selection down the end. He just – he takes a shot. He fades away. It's kind of like he wants he's, – he's trying to draw a foul, but yeah. you, they're not going to give you that foul in Phoenix. I mean, they literally just challenged and took away a foul call on Devin Booker, which clearly was a foul, and the rest going to say – he contacted him, but it wasn't enough for a foul. So that was ridiculous for them to overturn that. Then they helped the Suns out earlier, saying that the foul was on Grayson Allen instead of Devin Booker, which was probably true. But yeah. it's just like just ridiculous how these these uh, refs are kind of helping the Suns out with these challenges down the stretch. But you, you just can't, you cannot throw up a, a, a three that's going to go off the back that went off the backboard down the stretch like that from Jordan Poole. So it's just disappointing to see that because you know I gave Jordan Poole praise in the game on Friday night. He played like a complete game. That was a complete game for him. He's getting yeah. to the basket, finishing well, getting his teammates involved, getting Gaff involved. There's some great things. And then this game, he does that. He did slip on the floor. That's not his fault. That was somewhat of a shack and full moment at the top of the key. Uh, but yeah, Tyus Jones, man, he continues to play really well. A double-double. He got a nice steal. Yeah. Uh, stole the ball from Devin Booker. Made a nice pass to Denny where Denny got fouled. That kept us in the game. Um, then there was the legal screen on Yusuf Nurkic. We got the ball back. So we had a lot of opportunities to even come back and steal this game at the end of the game. Uh, but we just started settling for threes down the stretch, a lot of isolation ball down the stretch. 
Uh, that's a big reason why we lost. Of course, Kevin Durant came in. He made an N1 dunk that separated. We were down by either two or three at the time, and then he made the N1 dunk. That was a huge play from him. Yeah. Devin Booker got hot towards the end a little bit, and they ended up with uh, 27 and 28 points. Uh, but Gafford, man, wow. We've <laughs> given him a, a tough time for sure, rightfully so. But he's dominated these past two games. For him to put 26 and 17 boards, that's that's what he's supposed to do. Now, I'm not expecting him to put up 20 points a game, but still, like, he should be getting at least 8 to 10 rebounds a game. Yeah. He shouldn't be getting anything less than 8 rebounds a game. Seriously, he needs to be averaging a double-double, yeah. you know, because he's the only big on the team. And when he plays 30 minutes a game, he should be in 10 rebounds. Like, nothing less than that, nothing less than 8 boards. 17 boards, 26 points. That's a complete game for Daniel Gafford. I don't like the flop at the end on Nurkic where he gave Nurkic a yeah. wide-open layup. When Nurkic couldn't score, Nurkic only had, what, six points the whole game, and he, he was doing a good job on Nurkic. Uh, Gafford also had uh, two blocks tonight, too, so I, I just didn't like that he gave up an easy basket. Kuzma fouled out, 17 points, three for 13 from the three-point line. That, that's what I was saying, you know, settling for threes. Yeah. Didn't shoot well from the third of the night as a, as a whole, 14 for 46. Kispert with a quiet night. Denny, Denny uh, seven points. You know, he did other things, but offensively, you know, he didn't wasn't very impactful on the offensive side of the ball as far as scoring seven points, six boards to assist. Uh did get blocked on a fast break layup yeah. as well. Kind of like shot it over the rim because he was trying not to get blocked. But um overall, they the first half was a good half. Yeah. You know, they dominated the game the whole game. But once again, this was a game where they just give up a lead at the end and um bad shot selection down the stretch and you know, they just get a little overmatched by uh, Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what, the refs, <laughs> they were definitely trying their hardest to get the Suns to win, man, because mm-hmm. it's, I, I'm not going to blame the loss on the re- re- officiating, man. But, I mean, D-Book definitely pushed off. Let's be real. <laughs> like, that, mm-hmm. that that play where he pushed off in the fast break, man, it's like, come on, man, it's so blatant. So, I mean, you, right. know, you know, superstars get superstars called, man, and that's just the way, you know, the way it is. But. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, we, we this team reverts to bad habits quickly. You know, we'll have a performance, man, where you know we'll see a totally different team where everything clicks on full cylinders, where you know ball movement is fluid. You know, they're they're getting active in passing lanes defensively. They're you know they're in people's faces, and then again the next game they revert to bad habits, which is not being very active. You know, being kind of lazy on defense. And like I said, Tyus, man, Tyus has been nice. I mean, you know, he is definitely. Definitely boosting his value, man. He's definitely playing some good basketball. But, um, like I said, every game, man, you're going to get at least one questionable move by Jordan Poole. And that shot was like, come on, man. What are you doing? So, yeah, it's just this game was winnable. And uh, I'm looking in the comments. Yeah, I believe it's a uh, shout-out to DMV for like the fifth 15-point game blown, blown lead of the season. Come on, man. Like, you've got to make adjustments. You've got to make adjustments at halftime because – and he's he's too reliant on his game plan and the strategy. You know, he doesn't make adjustments, and that is hurting us, man. It really is. He has to adjust because other teams are, and it shows. So, yeah, I mean, to me, it was a preventable loss. We've, we've really got to get better in clutch time, man. In those fourth quarter, we've got to really get better. So, um, but we'll see, man. You know, we got the Kings coming up, and this team, can, they can shoot. So, they're definitely going to test that perimeter defense. Yes, sir. And uh, we're going to do a small quick preview. We probably won't get to any comments tonight. We're going to do a quick preview before we get to that. We have a quick word from Brandon. Yes, sir. Tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. 
as the weather gets colder. Ooh, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 and bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been looking to join FanDuel, there's no better time than right now. Don't hesitate. Do it right now because the app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over and unders, and parlays, and a lot more than that. So visit FanDuel.com slash Locked on and kick out the NFL season. Fandle, the official partner of the National Football League. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right. Yes, sir. The Washington Wizards play against the Sacramento Kings tomorrow night. Um, De'Aaron Fox is questionable tomorrow night, so we'll see if he plays. Uh, most likely he will play. I wouldn't be. I mean, we'll see. Most likely, I would think he's going to play, but uh, he is questionable, so that is a huge thing. There, he is fifteen. They are the Sacramento Kings are fifteen and nine. They are tenth uh, in pace right yeah. now. Uh, yeah. Their team, they love to get up and down the court. Of course, they got Sabonis, a very talented team. Malik Monk as well. They are a fifth in assists, probably because of De'Aaron Fox. They're third in three-pointers three attempted. Keegan Murray just had 40 points uh, the last game. Uh, so he's a guy that can get, th- get a lot of threes up. He can knock them down. Uh, they're 27th in two-pointers. and two-pointers. Uh, they're 28th in two-pointers attempted. They shoot a lot of threes. They get up a lot of threes. They get up and down the court a lot. Uh, fifth in assists, um, 27th in blocks. They don't block a lot of shots, but they're eighth in points. They score a lot of points. Um, also, like I said, they're 10th in pace right now. And uh, they're first in defensive rebound percentage, of course, because it's a bonus. He's a darn good rebounder. So yeah. uh, what are what are some keys to development that you're looking for against the Sacramento Kings? Um, from a development standpoint, man, I'm kind of looking at, again, Bilal and Corey Kispert because they're bench, man. They, I mean, a Malik Monk, it depends on who starts the two guard. Could be uh, Malik Monk or Kevin Herter. Uh, but they got a lot of shooters in the squad, man. So definitely want to see a better performance on the bench from Bilal and Corey Kispert. Definitely a more aggressive on the offensive end because uh, Bilal is going to do his thing defensively. But like I said, the biggest thing with this game, man, is two things to me. Uh, one is the rebounding battle. Look, Gaff has got an assignment for him because, look, Sabonis can roll with man. I mean, he's a big time rebounder. He's a bigger, stronger center. So I'm definitely interested to see how Gaff goes against because we know how he he tends to struggle against stronger centers. And, and uh, Sabonis is a big cat. Uh, but perimeter man, this game will be won or lost on the perimeter. They have some shooters. 
I mean, Kevin Herter, shout out to the University of Maryland product. Um, he can, he's a shooter. Malik Monk can, he can roll. Um, Harrison Barnes can spread the floor. Chris Duarte, man, formerly of the Indiana Pacers, he can shoot. Keegan Murray just shot what 12 for 14 for three. I mean, he he can shoot. This is the team that, like I said, this game is be one loss on the perimeter. So definitely get more active on perimeter defense, man. Definitely try to be more active in perimeter. You know, get on them assignments, man. Rotate better. Um, definitely, I just, I'm looking for high energy. You know, because like I said, this team will, you know, if we do not rotate fast enough and we don't get close out those shooters, man, this team will smoke us on, on the perimeter. So my biggest key as far as uh, hoping to win this game would be perimeter defense and rebounding. But, you know, development, I definitely want to see Bilal and Kispert uh, shine on the bench, man, because when they play well on the bench, usually we play well overall as a team. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely looking for development uh, for Bilal. Bilal's been putting some really good games together, just getting better and better each game. Yeah. Shooting the three ball well, getting to the basket, deflection, steals. Uh, Tyus Jones had a couple steals tonight, too. I thought he got in the passing lanes. It was disruptive. Same thing with Blau earlier in the game when they were beating the Suns, but that that didn't continue for the rest of the game. Um, as far as the Kings, uh, looking at their last game against the Jazz, uh, De'Aaron Fox did not play, so it is a high possibility he will not play tomorrow as, as well. Keegan Murray had 47. So just defending the three-point line is going to be huge, man. Yeah. Keegan Murray, he hit 12 threes. He went 12 for 15 from the three-point line. That's just that's insane for a team to allow him to do that. Malik Monk shot 12 threes, so they are not they're not shy about getting up threes. They're going to nah. get up a lot of threes. So Bilal on Keegan Murray, that's a good matchup. Yeah, Don't let him get up 15 threes. If you got to face guard him and just stop him from shooting threes and just stop him from getting the ball, there's a point where you just got to start face guarding the guy. Yeah. After Keegan Murray would have hit five threes, I'm doing I'm just face guarding him. You know, I'm not going to let him touch the, touch the basketball because that's just ridiculous. That he he was it's, it's that's insane that he hit 12 threes, but defensively on the Jazz, that's just ridiculous to let him hit 12 threes. Um, so that's a big thing for me. Um, Gaffer versus Sabonis is going to be a huge matchup. He just yeah. did a really good job against Nurkic, so he, can he keep that up? Sabonis clearly has you know the strength advantage against Gafford, but if Gafford plays with that energy again, then Gaffer can certainly put up a double double and, and almost dominate like he did tonight. Um, but yeah, without De'Aaron Fox, they got to take advantage of that matchup too. They don't really have like a, a speedy point guard out there. Yeah, you know, at the point they had um, Malik Monk is kind of playing the point, but he came off the bench. So, um, but yeah, I'm just looking at I'm looking at Gaff. I'm looking at Blau. Uh, Corey Kispert off the bench. Can Tyus continue to do do what he's doing? And then Jordan Poole, can he lock in? Because this is going to be a higher paced game, so this is going to be a better yeah. game for Jordan Poole to put up some points and get to the basket as well. But can he stay focused? And shot selection is going to be key and important here. I think it's going to be another close game where it's going to come down to the wire. Who's going to finish this game? Who's going to be the guy that can can lock in and finish down the stretch instead of us just you know shooting up a bunch a bunch of threes like we did and, and a terrible shot selection towards the end of the game. So that's going to be a key point for me for sure is just finishing this game and uh, defending the three point line. No, nah, I agree, man. Um, the biggest thing that I want to see also is definitely utilize the shot clock, man. Don't shoot so early in the shot clock. Definitely, mm-hmm. you know, rotate the ball around, man. You know, definitely work on the ball movement, man. Get everybody involved because, like you said, man, uh, Kuz tends to settle for threes, man. And um, so I want to see him, you know, get more active, man. You know, get more ball movement role, man. Don't, don't, you know, don't shoot too early or, you know, try to toss a grenade then, man. You know, definitely, definitely utilize – the talent they have around them, man. Because like I said, against Pacers, man, they did that. You know, they were able to shoot a lot of high percentage shots and be successful and then utilize the talent around them. You know, everybody else had good games. Bilal, you know, Kispert, Tyus. So I want to see more of that, getting everybody involved. Don't have to feel compelled to, you know, because sometimes it seems like that Kuz and um, 
pool, man. They feel compelled to like play hero ball. You know what I mean? Like, you know, bring bring the tips down and, and definitely utilize the guys around you. So I think they do that, man. They might have a chance. But yeah, man, th- this is gonna be a high scoring game. It's gonna be another Pacers game, mm-hmm. man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, the Kings aren't shy about shooting, bro. So You're right. <laughs> well, all right, we see you guys' comments. We're not gonna read too many tonight. We're just gonna wrap it up. Emo says you're right at um Let's see here. Somebody else said we miss Jordan Goodwin. Why we let him go? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't want to trade him either, but you know, yeah. that's what it is. He's doing well over there, so I'm happy for him. But um, uh, let's see here. Brandon, Ed, we'll talk about that tomorrow. He says you are <laughs> starting to think who's checking out. And Shigs B also says Ed using keys to development. Yes, we are using keys to development because uh, no more, no more keys to victory. We just want to see right. development from the guys for sure. <laughs> but all right, we we thank you guys for listening. Making lot of is your first. Listen every day. Make sure you guys subscribe. Hit the notification bell as well. And l- remember, Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.